Zoe and the Milkman. A Wednesday. She's Zoe. I'm the Milkman. We've been on a Zoom call before going on the air for about five minutes now, and I'm a little upset with you, Zoe. I'm not going to lie. Aw, why? Hello, look at me. Oh, you got a haircut. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, I'm sorry. And this is actually a reaction, like legit reaction, guys. Like I I I'm usually so good with picking those things out. I'm so sorry. I so I'm the girl that. in this relationship, apparently. Look at my hair. Say something about my hair. Zoe, what's wrong with you? Why are you not saying it looks fabulous and just in time for the holiday season? <laughs> it's not the same when you go fishing for the compliments. You know it's throwing you off. I did. I cut my hair yesterday and I always do it myself. I just I've got the, the little trim razor or whatever else. The Floby, essentially. Um, yeah. But I've, I've still got the bedhead. Despite the fact that I've shortened things up, I've still got the bedhead going on. So that's what's throwing you off. Or is it the wispy eyebrows? No, I think it's just because you've been wearing a hat a lot recently that, like, I just didn't. I probably noticed, like, oh, he's not wearing a hat today, but <laughs> I didn't <laughs> notice it's because you got your hair cut finally that I you're not wearing a hat probably today. should be wearing a hat. Oh, but Santa, I got a Santa hat. There we go. That's what's throwing me off. Now, There's no Santa hat involved. Now it's a party. All right, listen, one hour show today, a bit of a time crunch for Zoe and stuff. The holidays are just crazy, but we're happy to spend an hour with you. Yeah. Got some fun stuff we want to discuss, and we will. It's Zoe and the Milkman online at zmshow.com. Zoe and the Milkman. Have you ever been to Disney, Zoe? It's a sore spot for me. No, I, I have not. Nor um, have I. And I'm, I'm very jealous of everyone who has. Right? It's been a, a childhood dream of mine for, for years. And I'm really happy for my girlfriend. Like, she just got to go. And, like, she's a huge Disney nut. So I'm really happy that she finally got to cross Disneyland off Just her like you. List. I used to say that all the time. And I used to justify saying, you know what? All my friends have been to Disney. I don't need to go. I, I've lived vicariously through them. I know enough about it. Well, of course, no. a lot of families plan Disney vacations. And this one particular family, uh, their mom, Andy Costin, happens to be on TikTok. And it was on TikTok that she revealed... Uh, that she and her family have been saving since 2020 so they can go on a Disney vacation. All 16 members of the family, including her parents, by the way. who have 16 been... people yeah, to yeah, yeah. Disney? Holy yeah, yeah. crow. That's like if Nick Cannon was taking all his kids. <laughs> or half his kids, but yeah. <laughs> so mom and dad are even in on this. Grandma and grandpa, right? So they mm-hmm. uh, they bought a bunch of Disney gift cards. Ten thousand dollars worth these would be awesome for things like ride tickets and dinner reservations and what well i've never heard of disney gift cards or else i would have been asking for them since i was a child this is the problem oh no so they grab their disney gift cards and they go online time to cash these things in for the vacation right whole fam jam's going uh, yeah, the, the, the internet's not accepting these. So mom and dad, as you may guess, uh, not the most tech-savvy people, they oh, had no. no idea that there was a difference between Disney, the destination, and Disney Plus, the no! streaming service. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. I mean, first off, you have Disney Plus now for, like, generations of your family. Congratulations. But if but, you're uh, still on cable television and, like, barely surfing the internet, you oh see the no. Disney logo and you're thinking, I'm helping the family out anyway. Uh, oh. After she posted this on TikTok, she heard from another family. The same thing happened over here. So she's, Stop. Hoping, yeah, so she's hoping to save other people uh, the same fate. Disney 
at the end of the day, has of course stepped up. They've taken in the ten thousand dollars worth of Disney Plus, and they have turned it into dollars. You left that out. Oh my god! No, I said I so much. You just didn't hear me. Ten thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! I'm like. Oh, I don't even. Oh, I'm. Thank you, Disney, for stepping up. Right. But oh my gosh, they must have thought people really liked their service, Disney Plus, <laughs> until that came out. That's a whole lot of princess whatever for ten thousand dollars. Yikes. <laughs> Zoe and the Milkman. Now it's a party going on. I got my Santa hat, rocking my Santa hat. You got a ponytail going on. Nothing says Woo. Christmas like a ponytail. <laughs> Or that I probably should wash my hair. Uh (laughs) Oh, is that what happens when the ponytail? It's because Zoe skipped out on hair washing day. All right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, Yes. It's time for a back in my day battle. You, of course, are in the lead. Scoreboard watcher. Yes. (laughs) We need a betting sponsor. You know, like these betting companies are sponsoring everything else. Why are they not sponsoring this? The back in my day battle. What would we what would we have them sponsor? Um, the idea that I will someday actually lead this damn thing and you will be the loser. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll right. do some sort of like Squid Games, like $4.5 million win. Current score, if I remember correctly, twenty five twenty for you. Yes. Right. Wow. Good memory. Uh, think, well, <laughs> while I can. <laughs> All right. Um, I will begin because loser goes first on the back in my day battle. So it's things from each of our generations. Does the other one know what the hell we're talking about? So back in my day, there was a slogan. I'm big on the slogans lately. The slogan went like this. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. What was that a slogan for? Back in my Maybe day. I ate the whole thing. Oreos? That would be a good guess. Um, okay, let me let me change it up for you. Okay, the, maybe the inflection will help you. You get a bonus chance today. Okay. Okay. In in the commercial, the person would inevitably say it more like this. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. In case you missed it, that was a very pained tone. Yes. Yeah. Right. No, I definitely got the, okay. the pained tone for sure. Um, hmm. Johnny's getting a point today. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Is it a kind of cereal? <laughs> Nah. Alka-Seltzer. Uh, Alka-Seltzer? Relief of a tummy ache. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Little Alka-Seltzer, and you're good. Back in oh, my day. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was more just like, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Oreos, you can't resist. Like, you know, sort of thing. I picked a good one. Closing the gap. 25-21. Go ahead, Zoe. Your turn. <clears throat> Back in my day, we had something to entertain us called a magic eye. What was that? Uh, the magic eye is, uh, I know, I, I know I've seen this thing, but, but how do I, um, um, it's like the magic eight ball kind of thing, isn't it? It, it, mm, it's a game. Yes, it is. It's 25, 22. It's a game. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. Give me the damn no, point, Zoe. Not. Give me the damn point. No, I won't because that's not what it is. Magic eyes. Isn't it a game? No, no, it isn't. What it's is it? A 3D illusion book by NE Things Enterprise. Unless you were one of the truly lucky ones who magic eye pictures immediately appeared to, you were likely spending hours trying to figure out how everyone sees a sailboat and you just see a psychedelic blue blur. 
Boo! Boo! (laughs) Another battle of back in my day. Zoe and the Milkman. I love that you know how to soothe me. Like off air just a moment ago, I was a little upset because John was giving me feedback on my battle of the generations thing. But you brought up true crime and instantly I am soothed. (laughs) That's all it takes, huh? Okay. That's it. Give me some crime. (laughs) Take notes, very handsome man. All it takes to soothe Zoe a little true crime. Yes, second day in a row on the show, we have true crime. So this goes to uh, one of the markets my show is on. Every day I am on in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, There's a suburb there called Bradenton, Florida. This is a story from 2.30 in the morning this past Sunday. Oh, who was up that early and why? Oh, true crime. (laughs) A woman in Bradenton, I don't have her name, was up at 2.30 in the morning and in the tire shop next to her home she could very clearly hear gunshots. Afraid, <gasps> concerned, naturally she called the police. Police department arrives, surround the building, guns drawn, no response from within the building, and mm. they enter. Upon entering the tire shop, they found the suspect. The woman's new puppy was inside knocking over box after box after box of those fluorescent tube light bulbs, which do indeed sound like gunshots when you bust them. Oh, my goodness. Wait, so it was the lady who called the police's puppy Uh across the street. In the tire shop. Breaking stuff Uh in the tire. So, wow, she ended up with a bill, I'm assuming, after all that. And a puppy that absolutely 100% is got to be on Santa's naughty list this Christmas. (laughs) There you go. Zoe and the Milkman, two for two in the true crime department. Zoe and the Milkman. Have you heard what is going on in Fredericton, New Brunswick, Zoe? Oh, it sounds like a new segment. What's going on in Fredericton? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have, as you know, family in New Brunswick, so I'm there often. Um, Ordinarily, that would be a very quiet segment. There's not much that goes on in New Brunswick. However, uh, today would be the exception. So uh, a heartwarming story. Gather around the radio, kids. Uncle Uncle Milkman has a wonderful heartwarming story from beautiful Fredericton, New Brunswick, which I don't know if you know this. Mm-hmm. That would be the capital of the province of New Brunswick. Well, congratulations, Frederick. Mm-hmm. Now you're on the board for two things. You're today. no Ottawa, <laughs> but you know, you're a capital. Fine. Um, a family in Fredericton uh, has been going around decorating trees in public parks with Christmas ornaments. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, just trying to bring a little smile to people. And it started when Bernita Donahue was out on a walk and she just kind of looked at the trees and thought, They're missing a little something-something, so she told her cousin's children about it. The cousin's children, under the cloak of darkness, began decorating trees. Well, now over 30 trees in one park alone are completely decorated with tinsel and Christmas balls, and the idea is catching on with others, not just across Fredericton, but across the entire province. If province... Uh, if you'd like to have a look, uh, they have an Instagram account for this, Festive Balls NB. 
Um, of course, that's how you found the Instagram page. I was looking for festive balls. Yes, of course. That's obviously what you searched and that <laughs> popped right up. But that's amazing. Um, I yeah. love that. Yeah. I, I'm a little bit concerned Why? about the environmental impact of who's going to clean up all of those bulbs afterwards. But if they pinky promise they'll take all their tinsel and all their bulbs <laughs> down or just charge it to the city, then I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. It's just I would just feel bad if. In the spring, they're all still up there blowing in the wind and no you, one's taking care of Christmas them. Christmas buzzkill. That's nice and stuff, but who's going to take it down? <laughs> I'm sorry. Zoe and the Milkman. I hear you have a tinselating segment for me on this one. What's going on? <laughs> Indeed, I dooby-dooby-doo have a tinselating subject to bring up with you, Zoe Thorne. Uh, have you heard the me term? Me and my lame jokes. I'm sorry. I love your lame jokes. I really honestly do. I'm having the best time. Uh, I hope, yeah, we hope the listener is too. Um, have you heard of tinseling? Tinseling? Yeah. Is that where you like, is, you know, when people would do the, like, no. like they go around to just tinsel things? No. Like owling and stuff? Like people no. go lie flat on stuff? No? no. Okay. Tinseling that is was a term. Yeah, yeah. See, this is evidence now that you and Very Handsome Man uh, are far enough removed from the early stages of dating and apps and stuff. Tinseling is a whole new thing in the dating world. The term. Um, is one of the newest terms to come up this year. According to the New York Post, Tina Wilson, who's a relationship expert and founder and CEO of a website called Wingman, uh, mm. she coined the term tinseling to describe the way couples often try to bury their true feelings during the festive season. Think of Mr. how you use- handsome. <laughs> oh, is he- what? Whoa, what's happening? <laughs> No, nothing. I'm just making sure he doesn't uh, isn't holding anything back. Okay. All right. Think of how you use tinsel on a tree, right? Like mm. it, it covers up any gaps or rough patches in the tree and adds a little um, a little shine where there ordinarily wouldn't be any. Kind of like how couples, in some cases, not you, of course, uh, do conceal their problems this time of year. Uh, other new terms in the dating world this year: penny method. I think we talked about that. That's when uh, you wean somebody off all the effort. Uh, that you were once using in order to um, begin the relationship and groundhogging the other new big dating term of the year. Um, that's when you've been dating or seeking the same type of person over and over and over again, uh, but expecting, you know, <laughs> the, the tried and true different result. So there you that go. That sounds kind of mean to the groundhogs, to be honest. They're like, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, <laughs> why are we the spokes animal for this? Whoa. <laughs> it was- <laughs> We're just trying to let you know it's spring, man. All right, stop yelling at us. <laughs> Tinsulating news. Zoe and the Milkman online for you. ZMZMshow.com. Zoe and the Milkman. I admit it. I have admitted it. It is true. I am a holder on of all things. I'm a pack rat. So much crap in my house that I just look at every day. Because you know what, Zoe? Someday what? it could be worth something, right? Well, and I was just saying this to you the other day. I was looking around and getting really depressed with how much stuff I have. And if I ever went to move, how miserable I would be packing all of this up. So I think, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to get rid of some stuff in the new year. New Year's resolution. Get rid of stuff. Well, okay. this this is not going to help inspire you to get rid of anything. A 103-year-old oh, no. artificial Christmas tree, one of the first to be mass-produced, was auctioned off in Britain last week for over $4,000 U.S. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Wait, like, wow. I did not even realize they were mass producing Christmas trees, artificial yeah. Christmas trees. A hundred years ago. 19, in the 1920s. Yeah. Um, That's older than Granny Moo. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, oh. Hanson auctioneers describe this two and a half foot tall tree as the humblest Christmas tree in the world. So here's the story on it. It was originally uh, brought to Dorothy Grant's family home when she was all of eight years old in the year 1920. It became a staple of her holidays for her entire life until her death recently at the age of 101. The tree was then <gasps> passed on her. to her. Yeah, the tree was then passed on to her daughter, um, Shirley, who's uh, a very young and spry, 84. Uh, the tree features 25 branches, 12 berries, six mini candle holders, and a partridge in it. No. Um, <laughs> she decided to part with it in order to honor her mother's memory and to ensure that it survives as a humble reminder to Christmas in the 1920s. It's kind of sweet. That is so sweet. So how much do you think I could get for my family tree that's probably been around since before <laughs> I was born? Because my parents got tired of putting it up. And it's like a classic 90s or slightly earlier Chris artificial Christmas tree. And I put it up every year and it takes me like two and a half hours to do it. Because you have to do every All single branch individually. <laughs> yeah, individually. And like no one wanted to do it anymore. But of course, Zoe stuck her hand up and was like, oh. <laughs> take it <laughs> well to answer your question i hope it's worth a lot because full disclosure uh conservatively we have at least five of those in this house right now oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm sitting on a fortune um <laughs> you're busy you got to get back to work i appreciate that yes. say thank you so much i i always have so much fun you um you just make me laugh like nobody else zoe thank you so much no um a quick little one hour edition of zoe and the milkman available as a podcast if you'd like to share us with a friend feel free to do that apple spotify google the blast the radio app etc or at zmshow.com okay back to work bye bye <laughs>